This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Eliza Harvey. It's Wednesday the 16th of March. In your Squiz today, the rising cost of living, Meta's plan to combat election misinformation, cruise ships are back, and Dolly says, no thanks. This is your Squiz today. The cost of living is shaping up to be a key election issue, with Prime Minister Scott Morrison copping a lot of questions during media appearances about what his plans are to lower the cost of living. We know there's an election coming. There's a budget on the way as well on the 29th of March. Before we unpack that a little, let's look at where Australians are being hit the hardest right now, at the Bowser, at the grocery store and in the property market. Yeah, so if you've filled up your car recently or done a big supermarket shop, you know that we're all forking out a fair bit of cash for the basics at the moment. The average household using about 35 litres of fuel a week, your average tank of petrol is about 45 litres. They're spending about $305 on petrol a month. That's a record. Uh, Things are likely to stay pretty volatile in the near future. There's food. Recently, Woolies boss Brad Banducci said that prices were going to rise between about 2 to 3% across the store. Manufacturer SPC said a similar thing. And that's largely because of transport costs. So producers' fuel costs are rising. And lastly, it's housing. The great Australian dream to own your own house is getting harder. And yesterday, new data from the ABS showed that property prices across our capital cities rose by an average of 23 Seven percent. That's the strongest annual growth on record. Big numbers. It's all sounding pretty expensive. There'll be lots of attention, maybe more than ever, on the budget and what the government proposes to do. Of course, we'll have to wait and see how that all plays out. Lots of discussion in the meantime, though, Eliza, cuts to the fuel excise is one option. Yeah, that's right. So that's an option favoured by Liberal premiers in South Australia, which is just about to go to the polls on the weekend, New South Wales and Tasmania. But it's not playing along party lines as such. Liberal MP Warren Ench said that this was dropping the fuel excise was akin to robbing Peter to pay Paul. And what he means there is that as soon as you ease the rate through that excise, price hikes would wipe out any relief. And what government MPs are looking at is other levers that could be pulled to ease the cost of living. One of them is extending the $8 billion low and middle income tax offset, which is due to expire in the middle of the year. There are concerns, though, that that would only add to inflation. One thing that is for sure is that cost of living concerns are going to be a key feature of the election campaign. We'll see what's in the budget on the 29th of March, but expect to be hearing about these issues a lot. Speaking of the election, Meta, the parent company of Facebook, has announced new measures to combat misinformation online ahead of the election. And it all has to do with fact checking, Eliza. Yeah, and Facebook or Meta had a big reckoning after the US election when misinformation was doing the rounds on its site. Uh, whistleblower staff warned, say that at least that they warned the company that this was going on, but nothing was done to address it. So now Meta Australia has provided a one-off, undisclosed sum to RMIT University in Victoria, uh, and that's for its fact-checking program called Fact Lab. They'll actually be looking at claims made by regular Aussie 
entities rather than the politicians or the political parties. If a claim is found to be false, uh, Meta will add a warning label to the content and notify users who try to share it. And that's in a big effort to try to minimise the spread of misinformation online. They're also going to work closely with the Australian Electoral Commission on a range of potential scenarios, so not too much detail on that yet. Claims by politicians or political parties won't be covered by the fact-checking process. Meta says it's not appropriate for them to arbitrate the truthfulness of political speech. It's been two years since international cruise ships have been in Australia. They were banned after the Ruby Princess disaster, where untested and undiagnosed cases of COVID were allowed to disembark and head into the community. But now, Eliza, they're coming back. Yeah, and the government says it's making the decision to welcome back the cruisers on the back of health advice that it's safe to do so. Uh, If we just go back in time to the Ruby Princess that you mentioned, that's March 2020. That was a debacle that was a really crucial moment in the pandemic for Australia. That was linked to about 900 COVID infections and linked to 28 deaths. But that's two years ago now. We've got vaccinations. Australia's brought down the hard border. And the announcement's really a huge win for the $10 billion Aussie cruising industry and the tourism sector more broadly. Yep, before the ban, 600,000 international tourists arrived in Australia. So as you say, a big boost back into the tourism sector for the ships to come back. They will be back in Australian ports from April 17. We're hearing a lot more about drones being used in war zones and in all sorts of places. And as they develop the tech, they're getting harder to detect, which, of course, has implications for defence. We're seeing that a lot with the situation in Ukraine. But now Australian researchers are working on something that increases drone detection by up to 50%. And it's some pretty cool tech, Eliza. It really is, Larissa. So this is research from the University of South Australia and Flinders Uni. They say they've built this new drone detection using a hoverfly. Now, that is not tech. That's actually an insect. It's a fly that some people might mistake for a wasp or a bee because it's got black and yellow stripes on the body. Um, But over the past decade, scientists have been analysing and mapping its tiny brain to replicate its excellent vision. And now the tech version is actually working better than researchers had ever hoped. It can identify a flying object located about four kilometres away. Pretty cool, thanks to the humble fly giving me a new appreciation for it. (laughs) While defence is interested, the researchers say the tech is also universally applicable, so it could be used in better car crash detection for cars or in cochlear implants. There are implications for audio situations as well. It's all pretty cool. It was a few weeks ago that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees were announced. I remember at the time we noted what an eclectic bunch it was, including the likes of Dolly Parton, Kate Bush, Duran Duran, Eminem, not all of them rock by any means. But now the legend that is Dolly Parton has pulled out of the running. She doesn't feel that she's earned the right to be there as a country music singer and songwriter. And she hit social media with the announcement yesterday in her trademark, polite Southern style. She yeah. said that she, she didn't want to split the vote. Uh, I remember those nominations too, Larissa. I think I was more shocked by Eminem in the rock and mm. roll field than Dolly. But the Hall of Fame is trying to make an effort to nominate musicians that aren't traditional rock and roll artists, I think, to just look at the big, you know, 
icons of the music industry over the years. Dolly certainly falls into that category, but she's decided to depart the field and fair enough. And with that withdrawal, uh, there's a better chance for the others for that award that's going to be announced in May. She says she doesn't feel that she's earned that right, but that she's now inspired to perhaps create a rock and roll album if anyone's going to do it i'm going to listen to dolly doing it very true what a legend she is speaking of household names while not quite on dolly's first name only level lewis hamilton is pretty up there in the famous people stakes even if you're not a formula one fan but he's thinking of making a bit of a change to his name yeah, this is an interesting story, isn't it? So Lewis Hamilton is going to be Hamilton La Balestia. He says sometime soon, and I hope I haven't uh, really butchered that name. That's his mum, Carmen's mm-hmm. name. She accompanied him to his knighthood ceremony in December last year. She split with Hamilton's dad when he was little. Uh, he cited that when he was describing or explaining why he was going to change his name. He said more broadly that he didn't really get that whole convention around women changing their name and so he's decided to take matters into his own hands he wants it to continue on changing names i still haven't gotten around to doing it it's a whole bunch of paperwork it's on the (laughs) to-do list though eliza it's on the it's a lot of bureaucracy that's for sure yeah Squeeze the day. What are you keeping an eye on? So there's a big national press club address today by Dennis Richardson. Now, Dennis Richardson used to run ASIO, our spy agency. He ran DFAT, our foreign affairs service. He also ran the Department of Defence. So he's pretty clued up. It'll be a really interesting insight into the war that unfortunately looks like it's going to be going on for a while yet. Well, from international affairs to sport, the AFL season kicks off tonight with Melbourne taking on the Western Yay. Bulldogs. I know you're a big AFL fan. I'm excited fan. about that. Yep, I am. Footy season well and truly back. That's all from us today. Have a good one. We'll be back with you tomorrow. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more.